Have you ever seen the 2016 movie Money Monster? It stars George Clooney and Junie, Julia Roberts, and it is a Hollywood thriller about something specific. And I just watched it recently for the first time, and I want to share with you four lessons from the film, even if you've never seen it. So if you haven't seen it, you can go to retirementship.com slash 127 and watch a trailer for it. Otherwise, I'll summarize it for you real quick here. In this movie, George Clooney plays the character Lee Gates, who's a brash and arrogant TV host of a daily stock picking uh, TV show named Mad Money. That's the name of the movie. It's the name of the show in the movie, Mad Money. And the show is a, basically a fictional version of the real life CNBC uh, Mad Money. Um, so it's Money Monster in the movie and it's Mad Money in real life. And, and in the movie, George Clooney obviously plays a much better looking Jim Cramer, where he is, you know, the host, he's talking endlessly about different stocks and which ones are going up and which ones are going down and which ones he thinks are going to do well and which ones he thinks you should dump. And is constantly trying to sway audiences to do one thing or another with a lot of outrageous TV antics to make it entertaining and enjoyable to watch. And he works with his producer, Patty, who's played by Julia Roberts, to shock and delight audiences when it comes to picking stocks, taking something that can is boring as investing and making it super entertaining and enjoyable to to watch. Well, the film takes a turn when a disgruntled and desperate investor named Kyle enters into a live the filming of the show and and has a gun and takes the the, the all the the staff and and George Clooney and all the other characters takes some hostage at gunpoint and then makes George Clooney wear a uh, explosive vest and and he's holding them all hostage and, and it turns out that he lost sixty thousand dollars of his own money uh, on an investment that he was following the George Clooney's character, Lee Gates. Lee Gates uh, recommended the stocks that it was going to go nowhere but up so that it was as safe as a savings account. And and this character, Kyle, had invested 60000 which is all he had into the stock right before it plummeted. And the, the fund that this is, it's called the IBIS Fund, and, and the company had, uh, you know, averaged 18% returns for years with, through this high frequency, uh, high volume frequency trading or, you know, some algorithm that they had. And supposedly there was a glitch in the algorithm, and this glitch caused the fund to lose eight hundred thousand dollars or eight hundred billion, excuse me, eight hundred billion dollars overnight. And Kyle, the gunman, right? He had put all of his savings into this fund because the Lee Gates, the the host of the show, had said it was a sure thing, and he lost all of his money along with everyone else. So the film chronicles the, the the unraveling of some corruption behind the scenes at Ibis, the fun company, and and their quest to get everyone out of the hostage situation safely. And uh, you know, it's a it's a good thriller movie. It's got some adult themes, which maybe precludes me from outright recommending it. But aside from that, you know, it's a it was an interesting movie, and and in particular, there are several lessons that I think we can learn from this movie, but also as it pertains to real life as well. And so the the first lesson, uh, you know, three lessons from this movie, Money Monster. And the first one is that following TV personalities is foolish, right? Following TV personalities is foolish. Uh, the antics on the show, of the fictional show, Money Monster, are ridiculous, but so are those on Mad Money, which is entirely real, right? CNBC's Mad Money claims that Jim Cramer, quote, aims to make the audience better investors. But that's not really the show's goal. Like all members of the Financial Pornography Network, Mad Money, the real-life show, exists to sell one thing, ads. That's its sole purpose. It wants to get your attention and hold it so that they can sell you TV ads. And, and, and you know, they, their, their, their website exists 
to publish content, to get you to read and, and watch the show and click the banners. And they exist to make money, not to make you better investors. They genuinely don't care about your money, right? They, they don't care about your returns. All they care about is making money. They only care about your, uh, your returns to the extent that if they're just totally, if they're totally wrong all the time, 100% of the time, then no one will watch it, right? It's not going to be watchable and therefore they won't get any ads. But if they make recommendations that turn out to be wrong for you, it doesn't matter to them. They don't care. They just go on and produce another segment because they have more ad space to sell. In Money Monster, the movie, Lee doesn't even remember the recommendation he made that cost Kyle to, to lose $60,000. He had already moved on. He had already gone to new and bigger and more exciting things. It doesn't matter to him that people lost money. They were just continuing to produce the show. But that was all the money that Kyle possessed, and he had lost everything except for a child on the way, and now he's got all these responsibilities and no money, and this desperation caused him to result to violence. And throughout the film, Kyle insists over and over again that he isn't stupid, right? That while everyone else may accept the glitch, the theory, and the story around that, that he doesn't accept that. He knows there's something else going because he's not stupid. And over and over again, he says he's not stupid. And he may not be stupid, but he is foolish. And so is anyone else that follows TV personality. You should not take your advice from someone on the television. Right? The fictional character, the fictional mad monster, or money monster, and the real mad money are entertainment programs. Right? They should not be followed for your investing goals. Multiple studies have been done and, and have found that those who follow Jim Cramer's advice in real life end up far worse than if they just throw money into the S&P 500. And they have a lot more headaches besides, right? Because you're constantly having to sell and buy and move money around and all that. And if you just threw your money in the S&P and just didn't do anything, you would end up better off. In fact, he's, his record is so bad that there are funds now that do the opposite of whatever Jim Cramer says. Whatever he says, they literally just do the exact opposite and they are performing better. That is how bad it is to follow TV personalities. So that's lesson number one that was kind of demonstrated in real life or in the movie Money Monster, but is certainly applicable to real life. And that is following TV personalities is foolish. The second uh, lesson that I got from the movie is that chasing returns is foolish, right? Chasing returns is foolish. During the, during the live session of Money Monster in the movie, uh, before the hostage situation, there's a clip uh, of Lee talking about Ibis and this momentous ascent, right? And so it, you know, this, the same fund that had lost a bunch had, you know, again, had 18% average annual returns for years and it just going up, 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 nowhere else. And then, you know, followed by its devastating crash because of the glitch and all that. But Lee isn't using this as a cautionary tale. He's not saying, oh, be careful about investing in all these things that are going way up because they're going to eventually crash. No, he, his whole goal in that was saying, oh, hey, look, if you had followed me all along from way back in the beginning, you would have made a ton of money and it wouldn't have mattered that this had crashed because you would have gotten in way down here. But in, you know, instead, all those people that got in at the very end, they're the ones who really suffer. And so he, he's using it just as a, hey, you should have listened to me more, which is totally outrageous. If people hadn't followed his advice at all, they wouldn't have been in the fund in the first place and they would have been safe from this glitch. But here's another problem, right? The reason that funds do that, and you'll see this actually a lot where you have these fad funds, you think like the ARC fund or some of these other ones locally now in 2022, 2023, there's some of these funds that, that will go way up because they get hype, right? Because people like TV personalities will hype up this fund, tell people it's a great buy, and then people catch on to it, and they'll buy into it, and it'll make it go up more. And then other people will catch on to it, and they'll buy into it, and it'll make it go up more. And it, and it perpetuates the growth and the returns of these types of funds. 
And so it creates this artificial growth that eventually must come back down. They always crash because there isn't any real value. There isn't that much real value in the, the, the company or in the fund or whatever else. And so you create these bubbles because of this hype and because of things like that. So chasing returns, like trying to get into these funds that are, have been doing really well for a long time, like, right, looking at, hey, you know, my my portfolio has only done this, but this fund over here has done really well for the last five years. So I want to jump in onto that. You're almost certainly jumping in at the end of something and about to experience the inevitable crash. And so chasing returns is, is one of the, you're right, it's one of the four horsemen. We talk about that a lot. And, and it happens all the time with these fads, these big investments that people get into. And so if you don't invest in fads, you will never get caught when they fall. So chasing returns is foolish. And lastly, uh, trying to beat a rigged system is foolish. That's the last lesson from this, right? Trying to beat a rigged system is foolish. Uh, one of the main messages, the gunman in the movie, Kyle wants to convey in his rants is, is how rigged the system is. The system, the system's rigged. Uh, Wall Street has all the power. They can trade, you know, uh, billions of dollars in, in, in microseconds. They have insider information. You know, how is the average person supposed to get a fair shake when the system is totally rigged against them? you know what? He's right. At least to some extent, right? Wall Street is rigged. How are you, an individual investor with a, a Robinhood or an E-Trade account, how are you supposed to beat million dollar algorithms, trading billions of dollars in microseconds? How are you supposed to beat that? How are you with your Motley Fool scoops and your Yahoo finance alerts going to outfox the wizards of Wall Street with their Harvard degrees and their six computer screens revealing down to the second information? You can't, and you won't. So stop trying to beat Wall Street at their own game. That's the whole point, right? You don't play the trading game because you will always lose. When you try to play Wall Street's game, when you try to play the same game that is rigged against you, you will always lose. So just don't play the speculation game and you'll win. And so in some degree, like if you're actually trying to play their game, then yes, Wall Street is rigged. But as long as you just don't play their game, then you can wig win. Trying to beat a rigged system is foolish. And so listen, avoid the money monster. And here's how you avoid the money monster, right? You invest. If you want to avoid the money, if you want to, you know, stop losing your money to a speculative better or missing a trade and losing it all, don't just don't play the game. Refuse to get caught up in chasing returns and market timing. Invest, right? Become co-owners of the best businesses in the world and let them do the work for you. You become owners, not traders, not speculators. Don't follow gurus and TV personalities. In episode 42, we did one on, on investing, trading, and speculating. Oh my. And we cover the differences. And so if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to episode 42. You can scroll back through it. Go to retirementship.com slash 42, and it'll bring you right to that. But again, this is how we win against the rigged system as we invest. We become co-owners of the best business of the world. We don't speculate. We don't trade. And and after all this, right, watching the movie, I, you know, I thought it was uh, that Money Monster was interesting and somewhat thrilling. And unfortunately, like like many of these movies, uh, lead you to believe that investing is like gambling, right? That that's something only the rich people can do, and, and you have to be well connected and rich and all these things to succeed. And that's just not true. The truth is that everyone and anyone can be successful at investing. If you follow the seven principles of investor success, you can win. So it's a good movie. If you want to watch it, you can. But just remember to avoid all those things, do the right things, and you too can win investing. We'll see you next week. Cheers.
If you enjoyed that, you would love being part of our free membership community. It's called Retire Membership and has a host of benefits all for free. For example, you can always buy my book, 3D Retirement Income on Amazon. But if you join us at Retire Membership, we will send you either a hard copy or paperback for free, provide the ebook and the audiobook so that you can listen to it if you don't have time to read it. In addition to that, we'll also provide you with a bunch of content that you can't get anywhere else. For example, we have our quarterly retire mentorship magazine, which comes out quarterly and has no ads whatsoever. It's just timely content to help you stay the course. We also have workbooks for our free online workshop to help you get the most out of those, flowcharts to help you make better decisions, and a weekly email to provide timely content that you can unsubscribe from at any time. We never ask for any payment information and we never share your information with anyone else. We just want to provide timely content and help you stay the course to retire successfully and stay successfully retired. There's no reason to wait. So join us now at retiremembership.com where you can click in the link in the description and it'll go right there. We can't wait to see you in the community. Cheers. This podcast is educational only and is not investment, tax, or legal advice.